morning liberty. No coughing. No coughing. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fan-freaking-tastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nathaniel Paul Thurston. Across from me is Mr. Charles Coughing Thompson. How's it going today, Charles Coughing? Living the dream, like every other day. You sound pretty good. You sound a little under the weather, Mm. and I think it's your kid's fault. Yeah. Okay. You know, I saw something about where under the weather comes from. What is that? But I don't remember now, so that was great. It was a really good story. You want me to I'm tell glad, that one again? I'm glad we're able to. I kept to, it short and sweet. I'm glad we're able to get that kind of information out to people. Yeah. You know, I've been doing a lot more Googling lately when I when I come across something I've never heard of before. And my wife and I were like, what's that? And I'm like, I don't know. See, a lot of times we'll just go on about the day after that. And I'm like, well, I'm, I've got my phone in my hand. I'm scrolling Twitter. I might as well Google this and see what it is. Could ask Jeeves even. For instance, I didn't know what a, do you know what a sound is? As it pertains to water, to a body of water. Anyone here in the group already heard this before? Probably depends on what part of the country you live in. No? Like when you're referring to a body of water, it's a sound? Called a sound. Mm. A specific thing, yeah. Like an inlet connected to the ocean. You see those kinds of things, say, up in Washington State. Uh, So you'd have this body of water. could probably look at it. It looks like a lake or something like that. But in fact, this is still connected to the Pacific Ocean. Like the Puget Sound is the, uh, a body of water that is connected to the ocean still. Hmm. And I just didn't know that. Kind of like the chambers. Exactly, T-Dub. Of, <laughs> exactly. Like the chambers of the house is a well. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Come to the well, all who are mm-hmm. thirsty, and I will give you rest. You see, it's little bits of information like that. That's why people listen to Good Morning Liberty, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Sounds every single day of the week. When we want to, of course, smash the follow button, the like button, all those things, hit retweet, hit share. We're going to go through some hot button topics this Tuesday, April 11th. The first thing is, I made a decision, by the way. I'm going to go through every episode where we've ever talked about a mass shooting or gun control debates or anything like that. I'm going to put them all together into one giant episode and then every time a mass shooting happens which is about once every eight hours i'm going to release the episode uh As not a brand new not really episode. not really uh not every eight hours but i'm going to release it and then we don't have to spend so much time talking about the exact same things over and over again mm. you know and and i think that'll be that'll be way easier so i'm gonna i'm making that a, a specific task for myself but there was a mass shooting yesterday in louisville we mentioned it on the show, but we didn't have any details. Uh, there have been details released. I believe now it's five people were killed. Nine people were injured. Guy's name was Connor Sturgeon. We're mentioning his name due to a specific Good Morning Liberty policy where we mentioned the shooter's name over and over again. Just want to let you guys know that that's why we're doing that. That's a binding policy. And uh, this guy turned out to be uh, essentially a disgruntled bank employee. Why he went into that bank, I believe he was getting fired. Um, it's very important if you have a business to keep your employees uh, gruntled uh, because when they get disgruntled, that's when bad things happen. Yeah. Okay, so that's my first recommendation. Uh, he had, Watch I believe... Watch out for the diss. Yeah, you don't want the diss on that gruntle part. Um, used a rifle. Not going to say AR-15 because I don't know what specific kind of rifle. They just had long long gun or long rifle or whatever, something like that. And listen, that's about all the details 
that we have about this, but right-wing Twitter, conservative right-wing Twitter has decided to latch on to something that personally, just me, this is my opinion, I don't think is super important right now. It doesn't matter. It, ju it just doesn't matter. For instance, from Colin Rugg saying, Justin, Louisville mass shooter identified as Connor Sturgeon, who identified as he, him pronouns. Now, this all comes from a screenshot of what I believe is a LinkedIn profile. And pro the pronouns are on there, he, him. And everyone jumped on the pronouns. Mm -hmm. This is a pronoun person. This uh, Colin says, I've said it once and I'll say it again. It's not the guns. It's the pronoun extremist. <sighs> now, recently, we've had some pronoun extremist shootings. We know that. Okay. This guy was also apparently a Democrat, or at least we know that he hated Trump and some Republicans because they did uncover social media posts uh, that were anti-Trump in nature. I don't think that this matters unless you think it's the underlying motivation for the shooting, in which case we know it's not. He was getting fired from the bank. He went to the bank and shot up his, his place of work. I don't think it had to do with politics whatsoever. I don't think it had to do with his pronouns. Now, unless something else comes out where it had to do with the fact that he was a guy who identified using guy pronouns and he was somehow uh, oppressed in this nature or something like that, well, then we can talk about that whole thing. Yeah. Um, well, I, first of all, I think it's stupid to put pronouns in your bio. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's stupid, number one. Yeah. But number two, that doesn't... Is that a red flag we should look for? But it doesn't indicate whether or not you're going to make the wrong decision, by the way, to murder other people. In fact... It has nothing to do with it. In many corporate environments these days, just your normal corporate workplaces, they will encourage people to give their pronouns... I know people close to me who have received those email chains saying, hey, you can put your pronouns in your email. That makes it easier for everyone to know how to address you during communications. And they sort of uh, encourage that type of thing. Some people maybe uh, require it. I, I don't know. Uh, but th that's kind of becoming a normal corporate thing. I don't agree with that. But I don't think that on someone's business profile for LinkedIn, which you use to make connections and get jobs and stuff like that, that putting those pronouns in means that you're some type of pronoun extremist. Mm. You know, I, I don't think that, I don't think it works that way. And I also don't think it's important because now what people are doing is the right is trying to do what the left has been doing for, for a while now. Okay. We can all admit that the left has been doing this every mass shooting is a straight white Republican fascist neo-Nazi domestic white supremacist domestic terrorist uh, anti-government yeah all that and they've been doing this for a long time we know they have and we've been saying well it's not it's not the person uh, well I mean it's not the guns it's the person it's the fact that they had a mental they had mental illness of some kind they made a terrible decision to go murder people uh, we we know that. Well, now the right's trying to do the same thing when we get the trans shooter. Now, that one's a little bit more important, in my opinion, because that was probably the underlying motivation for the shooting and the target uh, that, that took place. But I don't see it's important. And all it's going to do, just so you know, is force the left to focus even harder on it's the guns. We got to do mm -hmm. something about the guns. Because as soon as people on the left start shooting up, well, all you're doing is helping make their argument for them. 
You see, oh yeah, you're right. There are people with mental problems uh, that that need help, and what we need to do is just take everyone's guns away. Mm-hmm. So it's not a winning strategy, in my opinion. No, we should treat each individual situation as that. Yeah, individual. So. Uh, we already explained all of this, I guess. This is just the uh, explanation of the shooting that happened. I think we covered all of this stuff. Bank, long assault rifle, five people injuring eight others uh, before dying himself uh, in a confrontation with police. We've already got all of this stuff. He was live streaming his attack on Instagram. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's an extra level of, of gross. When you decide to do something like that. what? So you are familiar with bank attacks, considering one happened close to your home. <laughs> bank attacks. Essentially. There weren't any bank attacks close to me. Close to your dad's house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that guy obviously had, you know, a, a machine gun and everything. <laughs> no, wasn't it a knife? It's a knife, yeah. So let's say we take all the guns away. I didn't expect you to bring that up. Someone that I knew really well got killed by a knife right. <laughs> from a guy in a bank. Yeah. Yeah. So let's <laughs> say we take all the guns. Are you saying people can't go into banks with knives and still kill them? Because I feel like they could. They can still do that. Yeah. Um, but we have to get the guns, Charlie, and you don't care about people is the uh, the actual answer yeah. in this scenario. Um, let's go through what some people, that Brian of the, of the Krasensteins, Dear Republicans, we don't care if the Louisville mass shooter was a Democrat. We don't care if the Nashville mass shooter was transgender. We don't care if the mass shooters use pronouns or were gay or like sausage on their pizza. Uh, I don't know why there are, oh, there's pictures of people wearing like assault, I don't know, whatever they are. Uh, what, what would you describe? I guess AR-15 pins. Maybe they're NRA pins that people give out. I don't know. Yeah, they just look like long rifle pins. Who cares about that? Jank says we should ban white males from getting guns, right? Because I was led to believe, God, the guy, he's so good at gaslighting. It's so good. Because I was led to believe a couple weeks ago by the right wing that when there was a mass shooter who was trans, we should take away guns from all trans people. Happy to apply your identity politics to the shooter today. Now he's... He's not wrong. He's there. right about that. Yeah, yeah. Now the way he frames it is as if... The right wing attacking the fact that it was a trans shooter was the start. It's the first time that's ever happened. The first time anybody used identity politics. Yeah. And so now he's saying, oh, now I'm glad to believe. If if your principle is to use identity politics, I'll go down that road with you (laughs) if that's what you want to do. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. He talks uh, too much. Uh, Let's see. The left says countries that don't allow assault weapons have almost no mass shootings. So. If we ban assault weapons, we will greatly cut down on mass shootings. That's a rational proposal. Does right wing even have a proposal for reducing the shootings? I don't think so. Um, Listen, we've already talked about all this so many times. You're not going to get assault assault weapons or rifles out of people's hands. There's already 150 million of them out there or whatever the number is. Okay. Even if you were to agree that that was a policy that we should do. Even the assault weapons bans would only ban the sale of future assault weapons. And then guess what? Other people are going to get into office and then the bans are going to go away just like what happened last time. It's not a viable policy proposal. All right. There's, the ban actually did nothing during that time. No, period. it didn't. Uh, he said they can mutter about mental health, which they vote against funding. You see, you can only mention that we have a mental health problem if you want to steal money from other people 
and put it towards the government-run mental health facilities, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, trans people, WTF, and less doors. But these are obviously BS delay tactics. In other words, they're saying our guns are more important to us than your lives. That's not what they're saying um, at, uh, really at all. So we're not going to do anything about it. There are hundreds of thousands of deeply disturbed individuals in a country with 330 million people. We're the only country that's nuts enough to let them all buy AR-15s. So we will have massacre after massacre and it will not stop. That's guaranteed. It's just math. Thanks. Yeah. From We're the, actually uh, the also young proposing terms. that other people arm themselves to protect themselves. That's one way to do it. Yeah. Um, because here's the thing. You can't, there's no law that's going to prevent evil from happening. No. You know? So it's like, what, what can you do to protect yourself and take the responsibility of protecting yourself and not relying on the government? These people aren't wrong that it shouldn't be this way. I agree. I agree. I mean, murder's been illegal for God since the dawn of God. It's a long time. Yeah. Way etched, back. Etched in stone. Thousands to millions of years. It's been not okay to murder. So it's like, it. we're not going to change that, so to speak. No. and But this is why I say this is a religion for these folks. They think is. they can save earth. What's crazy with their doctrine and policies. There's two things to me. One, these are the same people who told me that just a couple of years ago, we had a right-wing fascist Nazi that was literally Hitler that was running the government. And they think that only the government should have guns. That's a weird point of view, in my opinion. I guess that says that you think only people you like are going to be in control of the government. Of course, they all they hate the police also, and they want only the police to have guns. So that's a weird point of view to they, have. Th- their logic doesn't have to align. Nate. <laughs> you don't just, think it goes to that next step right there? No, they want to be so virtuous to have the answers. Mm. You know, and if you're not with them, then you want listen kids to, to our die. simple explanation. You know, person with a gun kills person without a gun. How do we stop that from happening? Well, we take the gun. Take the guns away. Uh, simple math. Look at it. Yep. Now you have person without a gun against person without a gun. You know, now they don't have the gun. There won't be any gun. They might be right about that. If they're actually able to take all the guns and destroy them, all of them, mm-hmm. then there might not be any more guns. You would guns. only have massacres committed by the government at that time. Yeah. But that's another, that's, it's an interesting road to go down, which I hate going down because I don't like giving in to the idea that my rights are up for debate in the first place. But I guess if you're going to have a conversation with someone, you could say, all right, so what do you want to do? You want to ban, you want to ban the guns? Is that what you want to do? How are we going to do that? And then ask them this question. You ever done drugs before? No. Okay. Do you know someone who does drugs? You got a guy that you could call if you wanted to do basically any drug. I bet everyone listening, us included, are one to two phone calls away from being able to have essentially any drug that you want. Now, we've already got the Drug Enforcement Administration out there. They've been eradicating these drugs from our streets since 1973. And they were legal before that, but we were, it was so important and it was so successful. They had to have a whole administration that's going out there doing it. We and, banned them. And everyone... We banned drugs. Everyone that you talk to, if you go down to a protest somewhere and you say, okay, yeah, let's get rid of them. You ever done drugs? You ever done illegal drugs before? Okay. We got 50 years of 
strictly illegal law enforcement from the federal government going out there making sure you can't have this. All the local law enforcement, the state law enforcement. You know, 100 years of weed being illegal. You know someone you can call to get that? Eventually, the states just had to give up and say, screw it, we're going to tax it. That's what yeah. we're going to do. You know, people are going to do it anyway. They can't take the guns off the street. So it's a completely invalid argument because it's an impossibility to do. But somehow you're supposed to entertain the argument as if them saying something that's impossible, this unicorn fairy tale land that they live in, if you don't go down this <laughs> fake road with them, that you're a bad person. Yeah. But you obviously hate children. You hate kids. I like what you said at the beginning, too, though. It's like, I don't even have to engage in this debate because you're arguing from the premise that my rights don't exist. They're up for debate. They're, they're up for debate, and they're <laughs> not. It doesn't matter what you say to me. You could tell me, honestly, that take, banning all guns would save 100 million children's lives. And it wouldn't matter. Austin well, it doesn't Pe mean that I'm against children. I love children. Remember Austin Peterson's response to the question of how many kids have to die before you'll give up your guns? You remember his response? You say all of them. said all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, the, the, that's the point. And okay? it's not, it, obviously, I love <laughs> kids. It has nothing to do with that. I, of course, I have a son of my own, and I don't want him to be shot in a school or anywhere else. I, I, I don't wish that for anyone. But... To argue that my right to protect and defend myself is somehow um, up for debate, I, I just won't entertain those conversations anymore. All right, let's uh, let's push through to the next couple topics here, uh, so we can get through some some pressing matters of the day. What do you want to do? You want to do the COVID thing and the vaccine thing, or you want to do the uh, the the leaks, the uh, Pentagon leak thing? Uh, Pentagon leaks. Okay. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, we're always growing and changing, so getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process. One thing I learned is self-awareness. I learned how to understand situations from different points of view. Over time, we learn what our personal boundaries are and what we need to find meaning and happiness in our lives. Well, BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I've used a therapy. It can be very beneficial. My life has gotten immensely better since trying it. And Charlie does it too. In fact, he's been a BetterHelp customer for years. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash GML. We'll skip uh, forward to that. So you've no doubt heard about these uh, leaks, these classified military documents government, of course, very upset about this. This is uh, going to uh, national security matters. This is making us less safe. It's very dangerous for this information to be out there. Um, this was leaked apparently into a Discord server, huh. which you can join our Discord server by going to joingmail.com and becoming part of the Fed Haters Club mm -hmm. for as little as six bucks a month. Uh, be careful, guys. I know we've been doing it willy-nilly now, but they're going to be watching for classified documents now in the Discord <laughs> servers. So um, we got an app we'll tell you guys about. I think one of the selling points is going to be it's the number one app for sharing classified documents. <laughs> uh, it's going to be... Uh, we'll start talking about that next week with everyone. <laughs> you think it would go with that as a selling point? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> It'd be a good one. Okay, so this gets leaked into a 
Minecraft Discord server <laughs> sits there for like a month. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then eventually everyone's like, what's this? <laughs> you know? That's basically how this happened. Um, embarrassing things in there, mostly for the U.S. government, I will say, uh, which is why it's a threat to national security. Uh, probably just as bad as Edward Snowden. Uh, here's some screenshots of some of the documents. I don't know if this is going to hurt us. Or they're they're tough to find uh, because they have been trying to get them removed from Twitter and from the internet uh, all over, trying to get these screenshots removed. But uh, those are decent spreadsheets, by the way. Here they are. Yeah, very they look detailed. Pretty good. They got a good team on this stuff. Apps in there and stuff. Too many words, though. It depends on how high up the people are that you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. People just like a couple. Couple words should have some hyperlinks you know? in there if people want to drill <laughs> yeah. down for more information. There's timetables just all over the place, if you ask me. Um, let's go through some of the important things that were that were leaked. First off, one thing: uh, Ukraine's air defenses are almost entirely uh, depleted. Uh, some saying, I believe, like next week they start to run out of most of them, and then the next batch is like the first of May, and those have been really important so far. Uh, they're also talking about this spring offensive. And even though the government's been out there talking about how great everything's been going in Ukraine and how great they're doing against Russia, when you look at the internal documents, you find that they are uh, worried about how terrible and catastrophic everything is looking over mm -hmm. there. And so that's one thing. The talking point that we get is that this is working. The $100 billion is being used perfectly and we're winning this fight for democracy Stand over there. With Ukraine as long as it takes. But when you look at their internal documents, not so much. They're shitting their pants. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we that was in there. Um, Egypt uh, considered at one point selling rockets to Russia, giving them arms. Uh, by the way, some of the things they got were from spying and not just like documents that were sent back and forth, uh, like tapping people's phones. Uh, is how we got some of this information. And uh, some people are kind of upset about that, including, well, not this one, but uh, U.S. spies caught Russian intelligence officers boasting that they had convinced the UAE to work together against the U.S. and U.K. intelligence agencies. So UAE uh, working against U.S. and U.K. Uh, the U.S. has been spying on Zelensky huh. himself. Apparently, they're having a hard time getting information from Ukraine, so they've had to resort to spying on Ukraine to try and figure out what's actually going on. Uh, you look at things like, oh, did they do the Nord Stream bombing? Uh, did they, they learned that Ukraine was considering using <laughs> UAV to strike Russian territory. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. God. So when they're spying, yes, they learned that uh, Ukraine was considering... Uh, actually hitting Russian territory. He's a buddy. He's a pal. <laughs> Zelensky. Documents show that China would see any Ukrainian attack on Moscow as a justification for providing Russia with lethal aid. So they have essentially signed up to protect Russia from attack. So if Ukraine does, in fact, hit Russia, the their actual territory, then that gets China involved. And that's not good. I don't... I don't think we have to explain to everyone, but that's not good. It wouldn't be good. Not a good thing. Not that we couldn't win, but it just wouldn't be good. Yeah. Um, let's see. You guys want to go back to the Great Depression in World <laughs> War II? 
I don't think so. Only with everyone having nukes this time? Yeah. Biden administration was pressing South Korea, their government, to send deadly aid, despite South Korea's official policy uh, is to not provide lethal weapons to countries at war, especially they don't want to cross Russia, so, uh, which also, could lead to a cross of China all, also, since yeah. Russia and China are kind of teamed up on this. <laughs> I wonder if South Korea is like, they have a form you fill out. Are you at war? <laughs> yes yeah. or no? Yeah. Oh, can't do it. No. And then you're like, <laughs> no, we're not at war. They're like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> we'll send you some weapons. But let us know when you're at war. And so on the uh, the U.S. side, the U.S. tried to tell South Korea that they would be replenishing the U.S.'s depleted ammunition because we've been giving it all to Ukraine and we're depleted. And South Korea, who they caught through spying, said, I don't think that's going to be the case. I'm pretty sure they're just going to turn around and give it to Ukraine. Yeah. So we don't want to do this. It says sell it to Ukraine, but we're not selling Ukraine no. anything. <laughs> that's true. It does say sell to Ukraine. Well, are they paying us money for stuff? Well, it's all so the United States government is sending money to Ukraine's government. Ukraine's <laughs> government is then paying like Raytheon and all the other war companies. That's how they're actually selling it. A February 28 document assesses pathways for Israel to provide lethal aid to Ukraine, providing hypothetical situations that might drive Israel from its balancing act between Kyiv and Moscow. Marked secret, the document also suggests that what Israeli weapons could be transferred to Ukraine, such as Israel's Javelin equivalent or other missile systems. The analysis says the most plausible scenario is that Jer Jerusalem adopts a Turkish model under U.S. pressure. And so they have this, there was actually a screenshot of this in here somewhere. This one lays out pathways to providing lethal aid to Ukraine uh, from, from Israel. And they lay out these different scenarios for how that could end up happening, which I'm sure they would never push any of those into existence. That's just what they think would lead Israel to end up giving them weapons. Mm -hmm. So uh, the leadership also, I found this to be interesting. There were massive protests in Israel, I don't know, like a month ago, month and a half ago. I don't remember when it was. It had to do with a decision on their, on their courts. And I, listen, I'm not going to pretend to know everything about their court system over there. Okay, there was a power struggle between the courts and Netanyahu. Okay, massive protests erupted in Israel. Well, God says better is one day in his courts. I wonder if they... Better is one day in your house. You think that's what swayed them one way or the other? Maybe. Possibly. And maybe the people of Israel were like, well, better is one day in God's court. Mm -hmm. Not yours, Netanyahu. So there were massive protests... The, the leadership of, Isra of Israel's Mossad, which is like their CIA, encouraged its staff to take part in anti-government protests that have swept Israel, according to one document. Israel issued a statement denying this. Of course, Israel's CIA said, no, we did not send undercover protesters into the crowd to stoke yeah. anti-government sentiment during these protests. A government would never do that. It turns out right-wing fascist Jews... <laughs> I don't know if you can be a Jew and a fascist, but turns out they uh, were ben part. Ben Shapiro of, can. They were part of Jan Six too. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, so I'm sure. <coughs> so this is all really interesting. By the way, I also saw someone correlate fascism to individualism. Mm. It's like <laughs> opposing ideas, but they're they're the same because if you believe in individuality and responsibility, then you are a fascist somehow. 
you are, if you believe in individualism, you are part of a collectivist organization. That's, exactly. I can't make it any more clear yeah. than that. So there's a couple outcomes from this. One, whoever did this is going to be in trouble. Just say that. It's not going to be good. Mm. I don't know if they've already made it on a plane to bunk up with Snowden by now or if they're just going to be sharing a cell with uh, Julian Assange. I don't know which one it's going to be. It's not going to be good at all. They're very upset about this. Sometimes I entertain the idea that it was an intentional leak because it does talk about Ukraine not doing well and talks about some of their resources being depleted, and it could be a ploy to try and get more funding for them. They're going to have a hard time getting funding now with Congress being split the way that it is, by the way, a little bit more difficult time getting some of that funding. Uh, so maybe this is a plea for more money, or maybe it actually is a bad leak that they don't like because it shows that things aren't going as well as what they've been portraying to everyone. I'm not sure. I think that's probably the reason why they don't want people to it's, see it. And it's also funny that they're upset they got caught. Mm -hmm. They're not upset about the actual ridiculous things that they're doing. They're upset they got caught. And it's just, that's another one of these, you know, unicorn, mythical, fairyland, <laughs> dismissive, avoidant tactics of the U.S. government. There's no accountability. None. No accountability, no responsibility, and they get away with it. So why would they? And they just and alludes they will. to the narcissistic tendencies of government officials. Now, Charlie, let's pretend like we only had like five more minutes to talk. Would you rather talk about this new speedy coronavirus vaccine program or the based and red-pilled terrorist extremism slang terms? Let's go based and red-pilled okay. because I think coronavirus is over. Well, it is over. Yeah. Uh, it's finally. Yeah. Thanks to the White House, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, all right. I think you did the math. What would you say? It's 1,214 days. 1,120 days. The, the, the COVID emergency is officially over. Uh, they've declared it over. So it ended up just off by a little bit, 1,120 days to slow the spread, which is close. It only, worked. It's only 75 yep. times more than uh, the 15, but, you know, it's a government organization with, with inflation going the way it is. Yeah. You know, that's how it is. Okay, FBI documents associate internet slang like based and red pill. Luckily for us, white pill's not on there. So that's good. <laughs> We're still doing good. Uh, with extremism. New documents released. Probably probably um, endorsed by the Southern Poverty Law Center. <laughs> probably. Yeah. New documents released Monday warn that common internet lingo is being associated with violent extremism by the FBI. The Heritage Foundation's oversight project said it used a Freedom of Information Act request to expose FBI documents that include glossaries showing that common internet slang has been flagged as an indication of involuntary celibate violent extremism, so incel violent extremism, or racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism. I wonder if like he, him, <laughs> or they, them is on the list too. Soon to be, soon to be added to the but list. This is why the right's doing what they're doing with mm -hmm. these shootings, right? Because this is what the left and the extreme government is doing. True. Right? So MAGA based red pill, don't tread on me, the Gadsden flag, all of these things. 
And so I understand where the right's coming from because they're sick and tired of it. Mm-hmm. I get it. And you want to punch people back. But the problem is, I just don't think you can stoop to other people's level and actually invoke any type of change. You know, that's true. And I think Martin Luther King Jr. did a really good job of this, of leading an actual protest based on love. Mm-hmm. That's how real change happens. Now, of course, change can happen in the other direction, but what do you want right wing authoritarianism <clears throat> over left wing authoritarianism? I say nay. Well, neither. I don't like authoritarianism on either side. What if you legitimately had to choose between those two? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I won't. Can't make me choose. I'll All go, right. I'll go down swinging in either environment. Many of the terms mentioned in the FBI's list of incel terminology are either widely used across the Internet or innocuous in nature. The one term in the glossary, one, red pill, which comes from the 1999 film The Matrix, and has been used as a metaphor for seeing hidden or politically incorrect truths about the modern world, particularly when it comes to politics or dating. The FBI list of key terms defines it as a brief, a belief. I got to put my glasses on for this. I got the (laughs) font too small on this thing. A belief shared by many online communities that society is corrupt and that the believer is a victim of this corruption. Now, listen here for a moment. If you hold a belief that society is corrupt and that you could somehow be a victim of this corruption and there was a term that that was associated with, then you're probably an extremist. Is that not what the left does as well, (laughs) though? Is it the system? That's literally the entire argument. It's the argument of the whole BLM protests. The system is rigged. It's corrupt. And what's amazing is the the people in power who exercise this corruption are telling you that it's not corrupt. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to believe them. And if you don't, they'll label you a terrorist. Now, we talked a long time ago when when this show first started. I think, was Obama still the president? Surely not. No, no, that's not. Trump was one in 2016. We didn't start before that. Oh, we, I guess we started uh, in 2018. Yeah, well, something Maybe like we that. were talking about it previously then on a, some other platform. But we talked about the NAIA that Obama signed that talked about domestic terrorism. That was kind of the first time, or one of the first times it was brought up <clears> in actual law or regulation. We talked about how dangerous that slope is because the reason why is eventually... Once that term is now utilized, they'll find other ways to group you in mm-hmm. to that so they can take your rights away. Yep. So it's not the fact that there isn't something called domestic terrorism, uh, whatever, you can, we can have that debate. But once you put those things into law, they'll, they can now expand that definition to include you. By the way, they'll find more ways to include more people. And really, it's a lot of the people at these agencies that need to justify their existence. And so they can hyperinflate the numbers. Uh, They can add in more people who just use like the term red pill, something like that. Increase their budgets. They can stoke the violence themselves. They can come up with plots to kidnap sitting governors and states if they want to do that. And then make that as an argument for there being more domestic terrorism. And it's really just a way for them to keep their jobs and to keep their budgets and to justify their own existence. It's too easy. Uh, Clearly, many of the terms 
are li- listed are focused on self-improvement or the struggle to reckon with the marketplace of modern dating. The glossary defines the term Chad <laughs> as a race-specific term used to describe the idealized version of a male who was very successful at getting sexual and romantic attention from women. Later noting, incels unsuccessfully compete against chads for attention. <laughs> oh. Now, in our days, coming out of high school, we called these people bros. Isn't that uh, around that time? We just... Yeah. I just kind of... I called them bros. Or I, I mean, <clears throat> I understand, like, Chad. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. I see Chad in my head right the now. Brad. I know exactly what... Brad. Brad's another one. No offense to any Brad's listening, but if you are the kind Chad of Brad we're Brad. talking about. <laughs> um, you know, my uh, uh, my wife got these little party favors for a bachelorette party, and there's these little guys that hang off of your glass for, like, the bachelorette party to mark whose glass it is. Looks just like a Chad, doesn't They're it? named. <laughs> and they're everything you expect them to look like, and they're named, like, Chad and Brad and all the, I, you know, all the other names that, yeah. that everyone knows of out there. But that apparently, and she's some form of extremist, I guess, or yeah. the people that sell that, that sell that thing. It all, the list also included the term looks maxing, which is defined in a document as the process of self-improvement with the intent to become more attractive. That's a crime. That's very dangerous. It is. These, these looks maxing extremists out there are the people you should be worried about. Now, there are many terms associated with self-pity rather than violence, such as saying it's over to convey the hopelessness of being an incel. Or referring to a height cell or bald cell to, def- to define people with short stature or baldness, respectively. <sighs> oh, God. So we got red pill. We got based as defined by the FBI as a word used to refer to someone who has been converted to racist ideology. <laughs> Or as a way of indicating ideological agreement. We have friends. It's either or. It's either someone who is a racist or it's someone that you agree with ideologically. Either one of those two things. So we should look at based. (laughs) Even though we have friends that have a website called Mm -hmm. basedpolitics.com. Shout out Brad and Hannah. Brad and Hannah. It's also um, a podcast, Based Politics. And I don't think they fit into either one of these. Well, not that we know of, but the FBI yeah. might know some stuff uh, that we don't. We don't have to go through also, all the other. his name's Brad Palumbo. <laughs> Dang it. Man. I guess. And Hannah for now, a girl. I mean, you know. Now all the pieces come together. <sighs> wow. How about Should've that? Should have done this investigative report a long time ago. This is your government at work, folks. It's all making sense. This is where your dollars are going. By the way, I'm still working on a t-shirt design that has the logos of the departments as the stars, and the stripes are just made up of all of the letter agencies that we have out there. I've hit a snag because there's too many of them (laughs) to fit in there to the point that you got to compress the font so small uh, that it's going to come out looking kind of weird. And so I'm... Currently working on that, I might have to just alter the flag a little bit, add another stripe on there, or lengthen the stripes as they relate to uh, the the stars in there. But there's a lot of them. We're paying for all of them. And there's someone, uh, there's a whole room of people sitting around thinking this shit up all day. That's what they do. Exactly. Okay? And that's where some of your hard-earned money is going towards, to fight 
all the Chads and, and Brads then, out and there. Just looking at that list, you're going to tell me the system's not corrupt. <laughs> well, that, if, I mean, saying that that these you sound kind of red pilled, Charlie. These corporations are corrupt, but not yeah. the government. You kidding me? Come on, man. All right, y'all, if you enjoyed today's episode, please share the show with a friend, a family member, or a foe. Hit that follow button. Go to GodHatesFeds.com to get the latest merch. There's also a button you can sign up for the Fed Haters Club on that website, or go to JoinGML.com. Go to Nate's Crash Course, learn about the market, Nate'sCrashCourse.com. If you do all of those things, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.